0: I must admit, I didn't think much of this show the first time I laid eyes on it. Seemed like a bunch of stiffs wasting nice worst microphones. Worst trade of
1: all time happened back in 1803. Go ahead, Napoleon Bonaparte traded the Louisiana Purchase for three million dollars. Napoleon, what happened? <laughs> Half the country for $3 million. You can't even get Tucker Barnhart for $3 million. And I came to
2: realize anymore. these guys are funny.
1: And Justin Fields have identical stats the last five weeks about throwing the football. This guy, okay, and folks, are is a some fidget of the best spare.
0: gamblers I've come to know.
1: If you're betting on USC and or TCU, let it be known you are a square.
0: TCU is going to hammer this team tomorrow night.
1: I hate to hear that.
0: When we come back in
2: here on Monday, you're going to be happy as a lark because USC lost, but you're going to be wrong about TCU.
0: Get ready for the most useless hour of your day.
2: It's time for Boxed Lunch, presented
0: by Betfred Sportsbook. Now, Casey, run that track.
1: Hello and welcome to the Boxed Lunch, presented by Betfred Sportsbook. Reed Mouse, You're in the chair instead of Trace Fowler, as we mentioned, he's got to go do some meetings, so it's just going to be me and we've got, of course, Paul Fritschner, Casey McAllister. Guys, how are you today? Good. That was a great two hours of entertainment that you guys put on right there. On we All-Page. tried.
2: Yeah, we definitely tried. I mean, it without there being much discussion about basketball coming up because there's no NBA coming up except for the All
0: Star and how much do we talk about least? the NBA on this program? I uh, you do. I do. You carry this program with the NBA, Casey. You spearhead, not, not, you not spearhead a head You spearhead that. It's, it's not a lot to – I don't talk about it hardly at all, so it's not hard
2: to carry it. But with basketball – you it's hear not, that, Reed?
0: What? He just said it's not hard to carry it because we don't know anything about the NBA. I that's did true. not say it. Well, that's that. true. We I'm, not, I'm not
1: going to act like I know anything about the NBA. You could ask me to name 25 NBA players. Probably couldn't do it. Truly, probably couldn't do it. Now, ask asked me to name like 200 baseball players, I could probably do that right off the rip. But AJ Worse was asking, what happened to the track? I like that addition. And, you know, some new news found out. I didn't know this beforehand, before Thomas came on the show. But, Casey, your birthday is tomorrow.
2: Yeah, it's tomorrow.
1: So, in honor of that, I think me and Paul have to sing you a little happy birthday.
2: We
0: are.
1: Do you want it at the beginning of the show? Do you want it at the end of the show? Do you want it to Uh conclude it? What do you want it right now? When do you want your
0: birthday song?
2: I'll be happy regardless. Happy birthday to
0: you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Casey. Happy birthday
1: to you. Casey, what's your cake of choice? Cheesecake. Cheesecake. Love it. Any just just New York style straight cheesecake.
2: Yeah, just plain. I, I could do a like a strawberry with okay. it as well. Okay. You know? I hate the little raspberry sauce that they give
1: it. All right, let's get into sports. So obviously sports, we love it here. Chatterbox for men. Chatterbox sports. There it is. Ah, needed yes. needed to pick it up. So in the NFL, obviously the official offseason has started. It started for the other thirty teams before this, but now it is in full gear. So now we have the coaching carousel that happens in January, now we're doing the QB carousel. Where are these quarterbacks going to end up? And I want to know what your guys' opinions are on a couple of the marquee free agent or marquee QB names that could be going to some other teams. So, if you guys will indulge me, yeah. Let's everyone. go. Let's go with the number one quarterback on everyone's radar. He's in a dark shed, a dark cave somewhere. <laughs> In the middle of nowhere, that is Aaron Rodgers, former MVP, former Super Bowl champion. If you guys had to put a pin on where you think he's going to wind up, where would you think Aaron Rodgers is going to be playing quarterback next year? Or do you think he's going to retire?
2: Um, if I had to guess, um, there's to me, there's two teams that make sense um, that fit his needs – um, one being the Raiders going back to reunite with Devonte Adams. Sure, sure. Um, now the the problem with that is the Raiders would have to probably trade the bank, well, the house to get them, um, which we
1: all lost in recent weeks gambling.
2: Yes, so it, I, it, it would be it would be tough, Damn and right. that and Josh McDaniels is just I don't know if Rogers would want to do that. Um. The other option to me that makes sense outside of the Packers is the Jets. Um, I think that's a team that's a quarterback away. Where do you see him going, though? I see him actually – the more and more I think about it, the more I think he actually just stays with the Packers, especially after what Aaron Jones just did. I mean, he restructured his contract to free up some more cap and – that's usually a sign that they're trying to keep Rodgers.
1: It's it's hilarious what has happened with this whole Aaron Rodgers thing that it, it draws back to when I was 10 years old and you're constantly tuning into a sports center and ESPN and you get into, is Brett Favre going to retire or is he staying? Where is he going? Oh, he's going to the Jets. Oh, he's going to stay around. It It's the exact same thing 16 years later, almost, with Aaron Rodgers now. Paul, if you had to guess where Aaron Rodgers is going to go, or do you not have an opinion on
0: it? I, 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 it's just so hard for me to see him going anywhere besides Green Bay, and that would lead me to more of a retirement situation. But does he? I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. I'm, I'm going to say that he either sticks in Green Bay or retires.
1: What is that that tea that makes you that he he frequently does that is a drug hallucinogen, ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. I don't know how to pronounce it, so okay. ayahuasca. So I needed yeah. that for it. Thank you, Paul.
0: Oh, okay. I thought you were okay. Right.
1: Um, Casey, your birthday's tomorrow. You taking any ayahuasca? <laughs> no. Is that on? Is that on the? Casey, tomorrow, you have yet to go see your your coworker. I know. At. You've yet to see him shine on the CentOS floor. And they play tomorrow. You could go for your birthday. They play DePaul. Go see DePaul <laughs>
0: and Paul. I, it's okay, Casey. You don't have to. You don't have to justify yourself. It's
1: okay to admit that you hate Paul. I
0: am okay. sad, and I know that you do hate me. But it is okay. I, I understand. Hate you. I don't hate you. There's only gonna be one game left. The Butler game, senior night. One of the most crowded games of the year. Maybe we'll get you there.
1: That's, two two that's Saturdays well.
0: from now, two Saturdays, not next Saturday, the Saturday after.
1: I love how college just still have senior night. I love that. Yeah, I low key call every end of the the last home game of the Bengal season senior day. Yeah. I, I wish they would like the free agents that were going to be potential free agents, like just having, you know, Jesse Bates come on out with his family, honor, get some flowers for his mom. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. If you had to ask me back to the topic that we were talking about, if you had to ask me where I think Aaron Rodgers is going to wind up, it seems overwhelmingly that he's going to end up in Green Bay again and they're just going to run it back. But if he does leave, I don't see him in New York. I see him going to the Raiders and that's going to be a fun team. Though he's going to go to the AFC, which just creates an even more void in the NFC. So we'll get to that in a little bit. But the next guy, speaking of Raiders, where can you see Derek Carr end up? He officially announced his release. There are several teams. The Jets are the team that it seems to be on every everybody's mind because they don't have a quarterback. Zach Wilson couldn't win them ballgames. He was terrible, even though he had a winning record. It was because of the team around him, not because of his own play. So every free agent is going to be linked to the Jets in some way. But I see Derek Carr could make sense in the Meadowlands. Where do you guys think Derek Carr is going to wind up?
2: Ooh. Um just looking at all the different potential teams. Um, get him to
0: Washington. I, Eric Bieniemy, get him to Washington. You
2: know? I I don't know about Washington. I think Derek Carr is going to want to go somewhere that he thinks he can compete, right? So You know what? I'm going to I'm a uh, break Ooh. some some Indianapolis Colts Hearts fans, because uh, this would not be good for them. No. But my dark horse is actually the Colts. I you mean, like it's it's in their blood. It's why would their that DNA. Why would that break the Colts' heart? What uh, would Well, I mean, then they're giving up potentially getting like a C.J. Stroud or a Will Levis uh, or a Bryce Young yeah. or you know. You,
1: you want to you want a spicy place where Derek Carr can land, and I could see this working out. Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill's kind of ran his course there. They've seen the peak that is Ryan Tannehill's Titans. Get Derek Carr in there, though he's not as consistent as Ryan Tannehill. He's a better playmaker then. He could get you in those bigger games, winning those bigger games. And you're not asking as much as the Raiders asked of him to do because you have Derek Henry, though Derek Henry is aging. So him going to Tennessee, though, won't happen. It's not going to happen. Would be a potentially great fit. This is a team that is been a playoff team for the past couple years. Were the number one seed in the AFC a season ago. And they're going to upgrade at quarterback with Derek Carr. I'm a Derek Carr believer. I think he's one of the 10, right on the edge of 10 best quarterbacks in the league. I think he makes some foolish mistakes, but I think he makes the big play more often than not. So I would love to see him in Tennessee, once again, going to the AFC and yeah. making it just even more in-loaded.
2: I mean, the, the way that he... He was already cut, right? He was officially cut. Yes. He did not want to be traded. So he – I think the best case scenario for him is to go to the AFC South. I think that he can compete there. Tennessee makes a whole lot of sense. Um, I think, yeah, Tennessee makes a lot of sense. Now you bring it up. um, That's a very weak division. I think they can compete against the Jags. I mean, they almost beat the Jags. Let's not kid ourselves. And um, they, they would have been the, the wild card, the seventh seed wild card. Or no, they would have been the fourth seed. They would have won the AFC South. They just win right. the last week of the season. So, yeah, I, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, but the other one, first off, if I can just list the teams that I'm thinking of off, off the top of my head that need a quarterback, Texans, Panthers. Texans are going to draft. Colts. Raiders, which he's not going to be there. New Orleans Saints, he already denied that. The Jets. The Saints got Andy. <laughs> they got Red Rifle. The Let's Buccaneers. Talk about the, senior day. the Buccaneers. Titans, Commanders. Those are the teams that are quarterback needy this year, unless Aaron Rodgers leaves and then, then you throw in the Packers. But. Okay. Those are the teams that I'm thinking of. And. The one that makes the most sense to me, I think, is actually Tennessee. I think you brought up a really good point for Derek Carr.
1: But they'd have to I'm, – I'm glad I just incepted that into your mind, Casey. Yeah, you did. I think that – I mean, obviously, they're going to have to get rid of Ryan Tannehill in some shape, way, shape, or form. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think Tennessee's a realistic place for him, though I think Tennessee should do it. They'd get better depending on – what it's going to cost, what they're going to have to get rid of Ryan Tannehill. I don't know the logistics of it, but they'd be a better team with Derek Carr as opposed to Ryan Tannehill. And instead of looking like the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to run that division going forward, all of a sudden, Tennessee is one to get a formidable foe. So, take a flyer on Derek Carr. The final guy is Jimmy G. Where does What happens to Jimmy G? And we've been talking about Jimmy G, where he's going to land for years. Because the 49ers just seem to be always looking for that next guy. They've got two next guys. they got Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. So there's no point in having Jimmy G in San Francisco any longer. I don't know what his contract deals are, but he's going to go somewhere. He's coming off an injured year. He's been to a Super Bowl. What do you do with Jimmy Garoppolo?
2: I could see him going to the, the commanders. I could see him going to the Jets. Um... But my, I think my number one pick for him is actually the Saints um, since Derek Carr denied the Saints, being traded to the Saints. and I don't know if that officially means that he's out yeah. from potentially signing a deal with them, but it makes more sense that the Saints are a cap-strap team. They need to find someone to play quarterback, mm-hmm. and you're probably going to get Garoppolo on a cheaper deal if you sign him to the market um, sign him off the market you're going to get him at a cheaper price so that that's my my team is the saints
1: jimmy g makes a lot of sense in meadowlands though right team you know
0: what he He seems seems
1: like a new york guy
0: i was gonna say he just seems like a new york guy forget the teams he just seems like a new york guy him to one of the teams yeah
1: you know in in an effort to to save my marriage every time that the 49ers get ready to play and jimmy g is going to be on that screen i turn it off i don't let Mariana watch watch jimmy g because he's a handsome fella he he looks he looks like he's a New York guy. Yeah. So you got to actively got to actively
0: prove a New York guy, New York guy. Yeah. So
1: all right, we liked him. So with all these moves going around, it's no secret that the AFC is more quarterback driven than the NFC. I mean, you're talking Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert. The list goes on and on and on. Who is the best quarterback in the NFC? Easy answer, Jalen Hurts. Right. So then the question becomes. Who's the second best quarterback in the NFC? And do you guys even think that Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in the NFC? And if so, who, who do you guys think is the second best?
2: Um, hmm, Because it is absolutely deprived. Yeah. Um.
0: What, what time is the game being played? You
1: like Kirk. You like Kirk at one or at noon. The, the noon nightmare.
0: The noon nightmare. Danny Dimes.
1: I'm going to throw one out at you. All right. Didn't play last year. Matt Stafford. He's got to be the second best quarterback in the NFC, right? God. Just won a Super Bowl the year before. Has been great his entire career.
0: It really is unbelievable going down this list how bad the NFC quarterbacks are.
1: Yeah, when you're talking Geno Smith and Daniel Jones being in three, four range for best quarterback in the division. And people wonder why we are so quick to announce the AFC as better than the NFC in a league that is so driven by the quarterback there's a drought. There is a desert of quarterback talent in the NFC. Okay. Jalen Hurts is so far and above every NFC quarterback that he looks amazing. And I don't even think he's a top five quarterback in the league.
2: What about Jared Goff? Oh, Jared I, Goff played great last year. That's I not thought a bad he one. played really good. Um, I think my third would be Kirk Cousins. Matthew Stafford, fourth, because he's getting older. Geno Smith at five. Kyler Murray, six. And then after that, I mean, Dak Prescott at seven. Maybe that's too disrespectful for Dak, but. Dak Prescott's yeah, a...
1: Dak Prescott gets too much hate. I really do believe that. But NFC's bad. Yeah. NFC's bad.
0: Well. It's deprived. It is deprived. Deprived. All right.
1: Casey, football guy. Are yeah. you going to watch the XFL?
2: I'm going to attempt to watch at least the first week. Um. See if I like the product or not. Did you
1: watch it the first time around?
0: I watched the first couple of weeks the first time around. Yeah. Did you
1: watch the USFL a few years before that?
0: Yes. That's what it is. That's what's coming out in two months. The USFL? That's so we will have two, two football
1: leagues going on throughout what this spring. Doing?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, that. Uh, yeah i I haven't been following it enough to have actually realized that they're both running at the same time. Well, right after each other um they should have just combined resources if you ask me I mean that would have been a much better product but yeah I mean I'm gonna attempt to watch it and um you know if it's not good I'll stop watching it but it usually I give football leagues the first couple weeks and I'll follow a team but usually you can tell after the first set of games whether or not the rest of the season is worth watching because I think the opener of the USFL was really good. It the, was really the, good. The first opening right. week was great. And then after that, it started – you could really tell the disparity between talent. And it, it just wasn't good after that. Um, I did watch a bit of the championship game um, for the USFL last year. Um, that was entertaining. But
1: Did the USFL play last year? I thought it was like four years ago.
0: I think it was a while ago.
1: It was like 2018. I, thought I was that living was, up in Lima.
2: I thought that's what just played this last season. Like this last
0: – maybe that was the XFL? The XFL
1: played more recently. Played So the USFL, just giving you guys a, a brief history, obviously it had a league back in the 80s, but it came back like in 2018, and they had the funding for years in advance. And what happened is, is they found out that that funding wasn't really there. So another team, another owner, bought the USFL to keep the league afloat and to to make sure that these guys were getting paid on time. Really, what that owner wanted, he didn't want the USFL. The USFL was an active, actively trying to create a betting app, a sports betting app. This was when sports betting apps were in their infancy. So the owner of the USFL really just wanted to buy the software that the USFL was creating and then literally ended the USFL like three weeks after that. So just kind of railroaded that whole process. Obviously, they're bringing it back now. And then the WWE, which owned the XFL back in the early 2000s, tried to start the WWE, or tried to start the XFL. Was it two two years ago? And that got ended because of COVID, if I remember correctly. And now The Rock has brought it. Which, by the way, the, you guys got to get up on your on your WWE knowledge. The, the Brahma Bulls.
0: So the so The Rock is probably in my top two or three of favorite celebrities. But mm-hmm. you could not pay me, pay me to watch wrestling. Why not? I, oh. I can't stand it. I can't stand How it. come? Like you just uh, Let me ask why. It's just I, I just don't like the, I don't like fake. Yeah, I don't like the okay. fake like scripted. Like I don't I understand like I've tried I have tried before to watch it. And back when I tried it was kind of like on the very tail end of the John Cena, you know, the Miz, all those guys way back when. I just can't do let it. me
1: let me let me push something back on you, Paul. Yeah. You ever watch The Bachelor? You ever watch The Bachelorette?
0: The only season I watched was Jordan Rogers' season. But for the same reason, it's all fake.
1: Right. So when people are quick to judge, and I don't watch the WWE anymore. I used to back when I was in high school. I even watched it. And I loved, I loved the WWE. Yeah, it's fake. But it's scripted. As is all reality television. Literally all of it's scripted. Every single reality TV show that you watch is scripted. So that's literally all you're watching. You're watching... A scripted game a scripted sport and they were just trying to entertain folks and i found it incredibly entertaining and the rock if you ever watched the attitude era of the wwe was fantastic i mean he was entertainment it is actually amazing that multiple wd wrestlers have become big movie stars you got the rock you've got john cena you've got batista who's in guardians of the galaxy yeah, and stuff dave like batista.
0: that dave batista so those guys so I like the WWE. Those those guys from back then, like, I remember watching some of that with The Rock, Cena, like, some of those guys. Yeah. But now...
1: You don't know, you, so how would you know?
0: You just don't know. You just... I just don't. I'm mean, like, yeah, you gotta pick and choose your spots. <laughs> Miss me on the WWE. Miss me on the wrestling thing. The,
2: the, the game, like, if you play the video game, oh, that's great. They're a blast. They're a blast. Yeah. It's a blast. But I'm not much of just... I'm not a fan of just watching it, especially... If you don't know much about my my background i used to be a um mass control and, and news stations and i worked the second shift for fox and they always had wwe playing or wh- whatever it is uh, smackdown or i can't remember on what. a friday night friday smackdown night. friday yeah. night smackdown oh, yeah man,
0: it would just so what would you do in master control what was your job switching programs
2: yeah, making sure programs were running efficiently, make sure commercials are ran smoothly and you have to just watch and make sure that nothing wrong happens. What is so, eh, What just is miserable?
1: Bonkers about the WWE is there are some betting sites, not Betfred, but some other betting sites that will let you actively bet on wrestling matches, which is bananas considering it's scripted. Literally, it's all scripted. Like the people in the WWE know what's going to happen. And they do it on the fly.
0: I do. I love The Rock. I mean, legitimately. Did you ever
1: watch the Thirty for Thirty on Ric Flair?
0: No, no. I, I, uh, I legitimately, I would say The Rock. This is going to be, he, this is going to be a wild top three here.
1: Your three favorite wrestlers? No, no, no. Oh. Celebrities. Oh, okay.
0: Like three dudes. If you could say, put them in a room, like celebrities right now. Yeah. Three non-sports-related celebrities that you could say, put these three guys in a room have a conversation with them I'd go the rock George Clooney and maybe Brad Pitt but that might be too close to George Clooney
1: why Brad Pitt and George Clooney I'm, I'm actually they're curious. just in
0: so many roommate uh, movies together that I well like why them though
1: just because they're just suave well, guys yeah yeah just yeah I like Brad Pitt a lot yeah who would you go with that, so that's your, that's your foursome if you're going to play golf. Ooh. Or your, your dinner, your dinner party.
0: Yeah, maybe. I'd have to, I'd have to think hard because I'm thinking maybe there's somebody I've left out. But, yeah, off the top of my head. I mean, AJ's right. They are handsome. If I could look like anybody. You don't want to know. George Clooney. You don't want to know my, my golf. Oh no, you're right. I actually, yeah. You no, you can't it. say your golf.
1: You don't want. You don't want to know my. No, uh, my you can't golf say golf. You you don't want to know my dinner
0: party guys. No, you, you, you just you don't. You can't want say it. that, Casey. Do you have a dinner party? Um, of celebrities, uh, pick three. You're playing a golf outing. It's a foursome. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. No, no, no. That's oh, great, okay. You can pick sports. For sports. All right, all right. Um, hmm. humor me here and go non-sports related. Because my foursome probably would have been sports-related. So humor me here and go without sports. Rip it. Top of your head. Three dudes.
2: I'm thinking. I really like The Rock, just like you. Okay. Love The Rock. He's on my top top five. Love
0: Love The Rock. And you
2: got to get Kevin Hart along with him because they're just Mm. like – Kevin Hart circa 2011. Okay, go ahead. So I'm going Joe Burrow, The Rock, and Kevin Hart
0: together. Okay. Um, if you had to, if Joe Burrow had a torn ACL and couldn't play golf that day, had to sub somebody in and out, who would you go with? Your dad suggests Dumbledore. Dumbledore.
2: Um, no. Famous musician, famous actor. I'd probably go with like Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans or someone from the Marvel universe. Phil Collins, if you made me pick a musician. See,
1: that's where me and Casey have our have our biggest uh, disparity is the fact that he's a Marvel guy when DC Comics exist out in the world. I so like
2: that's... DC too, though. I'm a superhero guy. Mm-hmm. Superhero Doesn't universe. Like Doesn't seem like it.
1: All right, so what are the XFL teams? We've got to get one XFL team to follow this year. They start on Saturday. Are we a St. Louis Battlehawks guy? Are we the Arlington Renegades? They play at the ballpark in Arlington, the former Rangers. Yeah. That's kind of cool.
2: I, I mean, I... Yeah, I, I'm going to be following the the Battlehawks just because of A.J. McCarron. That's the only reason I'm following them.
1: I have a feeling Paul is going to be a D.C. Defenders guy.
0: Well, I was deciding between that or doing the, the Brahmas for the Rock. But I think I have to go with my hometown, the D.C. Defenders. Don't Couldn't name a single player. What's the roster looking like? Who's the coaches? Who are the
1: starting player? quarterbacks in this league? I know A.J. McCarron, right, is one of them. Drew Plitt. Paxton Lynch? Brett. Brett Hundley? Paxton
0: Lynch is in this league. Yep. Oh my goodness. This is great on the Spot podcasting here. Yeah,
1: Drew Plitt. He was the Ball State guy,
0: right? Oh man. He was he was I'm the guy. Look at some of these names. Oh my Cole goodness. Cole McDonald.
1: Drew Plitt's a bangle. Went to Loveland High School.
0: And we're not going to pick them? Wow. I think they I got to do the Arlington Renegades. That's who I've got. Seth Pryor's He's asking me about Phil Collins. Is that a – I hope that's a good – that's a good – I mean, I love Phil Collins. I used to be pretty good at the drums. Did you really? Yeah, I used to – I used to low-key be pretty good at the drums, and I kind of gave it up. don't have any room in the house anymore for the drums, so I haven't played it in years. Uh, Uh, All right, so I'm going with the defenders. Got to go. Hometown. Hometown.
1: I'm going with my hometown. I'm going Arlington Renegades. Drew Plitt from Cincinnati. Played for the Bengals. Went to Ball State.
0: All right. Uh All right. next thing up average well we got to know Casey Casey oh. go with the Battlehawks? Yeah, I'm
2: we're... I'm going to go with Battlehawks. Um yeah, Battlehawks are the ones I'm going to go with. I, I will also say cuz that's different than what we usually uh, have to put a dollar in the jar for. Uh they are playing The Battlehawks are playing the Brahmas and I'm pretty sure No, nope, I'm wrong. Game. I'm wrong. Uh the Gordon <clears throat> Josh Gordon is playing in this league. Yeah, he is. That's kind of interesting. Um, I'm going to be paying attention to that and seeing if he can continue to play at a high
0: level or not. Sir
1: Boy Wonder wants a fantasy baseball league. We can set that up.
0: We can make that happen. We we
1: can set that up. Trust (laughs) me. I'll get us a 20-team league to where your second best player is, I don't know, Nico Horner. I just picked a cubby off the top of my head. That's when it gets fun. Not when every team has Bryce Harper and Mike Trout on the same squad. You're playing in an eight-man league. You got it's gotta gotta deplete the scouts. Right. So quickly, I'll I'll leave off the guy that'll get me in trouble on this show.
0: If oh I, yeah, with it no. my, my four sub, sub him. He also has a torn ACL.
1: Yeah. So if the guy that I was thinking of, he's a political guy and he'd get me in trouble. So I'll just leave it there. I I would definitely go Zach Bryan. Huge Zach Bryan fan. I I would have taken Kanye West, but he. Can't, can't choose him anymore. As oh, I we, thought that's who you left off. Oh, no, no, no. Another guy from Chicago. Political guy from Chicago. <laughs> oh, you that's lines, right. You're, you're catching my drift. Oh, that's right. Um, <laughs> so I'm definitely taking Zach Bryan. I am, if I'm going to take a, a athlete, you got to go Anthony Rizzo. Um, the third guy would definitely be.
0: Definitely. Definitely this guy. Well, I think AJ, just... AJ Worse says Barry O. What about him? <laughs> you want him?
1: I do like Barrio. Sorry, guys. <laughs>
0: um,
1: the, the, the final guy, God, um, Canadian actor, Deadpool. What's his name? Oh,
0: Ryan Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan, Ryan, R- love Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Sorry, Reynolds. couldn't think of his name. All That's right. a good one.
1: So, guys, I have a question for you. I've had this argument with my friends so oftentimes. This is just great podcasting, and we're just throwing things to the wind on this Friday. Sure. Before, before a great Saturday of college basketball. When you go to a Reds game, how much money do you spend and how much is too much money? When you typically go to a Reds game, how much are you spending?
0: So I, what I do when I go to a Reds game, um, depending on how we're doing it, usually what I'll do is I will just walk up to the window, say give me the cheapest available ticket, not even look at the seat and walk straight down behind the dugout and nobody cares. Uh, now what they have started doing in the last couple of years is charging more on the day of the game for a ticket. So I yeah. will I will buy a ticket if it's cheaper ahead of time. Sometimes you can get them for like seven or eight dollars and you can get them on StubHub. Now you have a fee there, or tick pick or whatever it is. Tick pick doesn't do fees. but yeah, I would say I, I never would pay more than ten dollars for a Red's ticket and I sit fifth row. So then I'm talking also the whole experience. parking. Oh, well,
1: beers, par- food. Parking whole, whole ordeal. Park, when, you, when you start, when you leave your house, how much money are you coming back home less?
0: I can, I, I say, I would say I can do the whole Reds experience on a night. It would have cost me $20. Wow. I can do, parking is five if you park down by Sawyer Point, which I park, I park down there for Bengals. I park down there for concerts. I park, it's $5 parking down there, $5 parking at Sawyer Point. Okay. You walk a half a mile, but you're right there next to the stadium. A uh, uh, $10 ticket, maybe. That's 15 And then, okay, you get a beer for sick $20, $21. $21. Hopefully, you haven't eaten. You eat at your house.
1: Yeah, you can't eat there unless you get one hot dog.
0: Unless you go on 321 Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Casey? Um,
1: what's your average price of a ticket or a day at the ballpark? How often do you go to the ballpark?
0: I actually went
2: last year, but it was. So about once a year. Yeah, about once a year. It used to be a little bit more, um, like two or three times a year. But that was when I was a lot younger. Sure. Um,
1: what's your What's your the, average?
2: My my average price. Well, the one night that we went, we paid a lot what we shouldn't have paid for to, to go. But it was zoo night. And that's, they kind of jack the prices up for the special nights. So if I'm just going on a regular night, I'm probably, and I'm including my, like a a person I'm going with because I'm not going by myself. Um, probably around, like, 50, 60. Yeah, just I'm, because I'm I'm probably going to get food there. That's, like, the experience is getting yeah. food there. Uh, I really enjoy that one stand with they have the uh, fries,
0: and they put, like...
1: I know what you're talking about, right, yeah, at, right yeah. at the first base, down at the yeah. first base. I, 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 hole. I yeah.
0: forgot, I, I should say, $41. I always get a $20 50-50 ticket. One day I'll win the 50-50. I love that about you. I always get the 50-50. No matter where I go, I always get a 50-50.
1: All right. Let's map out this in its entirety. I go. I'm buying two tickets because I'm going with Mariana. So I buy her ticket. So we'll say $10 a piece on tickets, $20. We're paying $10 for parking. Um, so we're at $30 before we even step foot in the stadium. So this is where I get an argument as I told them how much I told my friends, how much I spent on a game. They're like, wow, you're spending way too much money. I'm I'm piecing this out for you guys. So $30 before I even step one foot into the stadium, I'm going to a ball game. I'm going to, I'm going to drink a couple beers. So before you get in, they have that Budweiser. You guys know what I'm talking about? They have this Budweiser, uh, carriage. Yeah. They sell beers for $5 before first pitch. Full, full-size beers. Or you can go to the Garden Bar, which is right inside the stadium. $5 before first pitch. Got to get two of those. So now I'm at $40 before first pitch. Game starts. We'll say two more beers. $20 more. So now we're at... What is that? $60. Got to get a Sky Rosa. You got to get a Sky Rosa. So... Throw $12 more on the thing. By the way, the best price for food at Great American Ballpark, the Penn Station Sub. You get a cheesesteak and fries for like 10 bucks. It's the best deal that they have in the thing. Okay. But you get a Sky Rosa. It's about $12. So now we're sitting around $74. That is around my average price of going to the ballpark if I'm not going to drink a couple more beers. But, yeah. And I also include when I do this, I normally go to the banks either before to get a meal or just get another beer i'm gonna sit and watch i i've been training for the nine beer nine hot dog thing my entire life so that's why you gotta you gotta incorporate that
2: so i won't lie the night that we talked about that or like the day after mm-hmm. we cooked out on the grills and i day out like wednesday or thursday
1: you had nine beers nine hot and
2: dogs, and i made like 10 hot dogs mm-hmm. I, I made some burgers and i had like Three burgers, three hot dogs, a couple beers. I was like, ah, I could do it. I
0: could do it. I could. I don't, I really don't think I could. I don't think I could get through either. I'm not sure if I could do, I could, I could do the nine beers in three hours. I'm not sure I could do nine hot dogs in three hours. And to ask me to do both of them at the same time, I don't think I could do it. Because you're inevitably going to run into an inning that's a three up, three down inning, and you're chugging. And then the next inning, if you run into two of those, Oh, man. You're toast. I'm toast. You're not. I'm toast. I think
1: we try it. I think we try it. And SirBoyWonder says, Reed is a part of those Cubs groups that try to take over the ballpark. You gosh darn right I am. Come there, (laughs) wearing my jersey, wearing my hat, singing Go Cubs Go, walking in, roughing around the Reds fans. I actually have a fun story. So I went to a Reds game with uh, a Reds-Cubs game with, with Mariana. And we show up before the game. And this has nothing to do with being a Cubs fan or anything. It's just a fun experience that i had at the, the game one time For the game i walk up get two beers and he says do you want the normal price or do you want the discounted price and i said i'll take i'll take the discounted price for two two Ultras, please he said you got cash i said well yes i do he said all right if you got card it's two for 22. If you got cash it's two for ten i said all right here's ten dollars he took that money, this guy working this beer stand, put that right in his pocket. He said, you keep those cups and come back to me if you need a, need a refill. So inning goes by, two innings go by, me and Mariana need a refill. I go back, I say, two for ten? He said, two for ten. Hand him ten dollars. He puts that right in his pocket, just stealing money. That's why the Reds can't get... Any big time free agents is because that guy right there was stealing money from the Reds and I was just giving in. I was getting half price beers. Absolutely incredible. You're just airing my man out here. I mean, I don't even know the guy's name. So, but I could tell you he was working in the, uh, the upper deck, the upper levels. Two for 10. One of the, I, I had a lot. I, I probably spent more money than I normally would have just because I was getting such a good deal. It's like when your wife goes out to the store and she's like, it's a sale. And you just keep you keep buying stuff. It's like it's on sale, even though they just mark it down and they get you to buy more stuff. Yeah,
2: I mean <laughs> he could have he could have sold those bad boys for fifteen. For I mean two, yeah, two, I mean 15. he could have named
1: his price. He could. I mean I was at the whim. Well, but of, then
0: he's got to have change. He knows you just got a ten dollar bill in your pocket. He's getting more business. He's got to give you a five back if you give him a twenty. No chance. I couldn't
1: have been the only guy that he was doing that to. So how much money do you think that guy walked away with? I mean he walked with away with at least over a hundred dollars. Well over $100. Yeah. Do you guys ever have to work concession stands for like any groups or sports teams or anything like that? Uh,
0: I don't anymore. I think I'm, I'm trying to remember in high school if we had to do that once. You had to do it for Boston, didn't you?
1: I So I had to, yeah, for the Beavers, we had to do a few things. One was we had to work at a Cedar Point. I actually wrote an article about how terrible that Cedar Point experience was in our school newspaper. And the school newspaper... Published it. I got a text from our coach and the athletic director saying, I need you in our office immediately. And I got in trouble for that whole thing. That's a that's a whole other thing. I met Ken Griffey Jr. working, parking, when I was up at Bluffton um, for a Toledo basketball game. I walk in. I'm, I'm working, parking, taking taking money, taking cards. And this guy walks in. And if you know the Nike brand Swingman, which is Ken Griffey Jr.'s Nike brand. This guy's wearing this Swingman um, quarter zip. I look at him and I go, huh, I've got that exact same quarter zip. I look up and it's King Griffey Sr. I go, oh my gosh. I This is all I'm saying this out loud. I go, huh, I've got the exact same quarter zip. You're King Griffey Sr. You're King Griffey Jr. <laughs> and they said, yeah, yeah, we are. And I gave him a ticket. And I stood there like this for like two minutes and they parked. And as they're walking into the stadium, I once again hollered, Griffey! And hired, and, and w- waved at him, and he's giving a wave back. So that was my, my brief run-in with, with King Griffey Jr. It was an incredible. What also is incredible is tomorrow's slate of college basketball games. So we've got this TV guide. We did this a few weeks ago just to kind of give you a primer on what to watch tomorrow, what to bet tomorrow. We don't have the lines out yet, but look at all these games. Noon, you got the... Fighting Illini coming into Assembly Hall against the number 14 Indiana Hoosiers. Every game in the Big 12 is good. Texas Tech versus West Virginia. Then you got Tennessee versus University of Kentucky at 1 p.m. 2 p.m. You got Iowa State versus Kansas State, 19 versus 12, I believe. Later on in the day, you couldn't get that many things on this graphic.
0: I got you. Hold on. Here we go.
1: You got Baylor. Baylor and Kansas. And then later on in the day, you got a state championship for Michigan State and Michigan. Paul? Yeah. Besides the Xavier DePaul game. Absolutely. Which one of those games, you can take the the graphic off, which one of those games tickles your fancy?
0: Uh, Tennessee and UK does. uh, Very much so, because um, I will not be betting that game. I got no idea what kind of teams we're going to see come out to play. Both of those teams are just so hot and cold. But that game is going to tell us a lot about where both teams stand heading into March, both for Tennessee and then for Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky, if they win this game, I don't want to say they will be firmly in the tournament because they probably would still need to win one more game to be firmly in the tournament. But uh, they would at least be on the right side of the bubble. They lose this game, and especially if they get blown out in this game. I just don't know what I don't know what the community, com, the committee is going to value with Kentucky, and if Tennessee looks bad in this game again, I don't know. I it, this is going to be a big one for both could, teams.
1: Could you see? I mean, there's no way Tennessee loses three or four games, right? And that's what they're that's what yeah. they're on. What do you what's the spread looking like? It's going to be probably like three points. My guess is
0: some, My guess is somewhere in there right now. Ken Palm has it at sixty nine sixty five. Tennessee. Tennessee will be favored in every game the rest of the way.
1: So it'll be about a probably. four a four point game at Rupp Arena. There's just no way Tennessee loses again. And if they lose, I mean, they were looking at being a two seed, firmly a two seed. And if they lose this one, they're going to drop down to what a four,
0: five. Uh, they would they wouldn't drop all the way to a. a they, they, losing this game would not drop them two entire seed lines. But I mean, right now, you would probably say they're maybe the last two seed or the first three seed. This could drop them down to the the bottom of that three seed range or the top of the four. Yeah, no doubt. It's tough. Tough. The it's big. Got, yeah.
1: Illini, the Fighting Illini. They're tough. looking what? it... Right, a ten, are they in the tournament?
0: As of Illinois, now, Illinois, as of right this minute, I don't believe they uh they are in the tournament. They they don't have a great seed. They're probably, probably like a like a like
1: a ten seed or no a...
0: no six maybe. Oh really? But they're not like a protected seed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So th- what does this game mean for, for Indiana-Illinois?
0: Oh, it's, it's huge. It's huge for Illinois. It's bigger in my mind for Illinois than it is for Indiana, even though they're only a seed line separated right now. Indiana, uh, what are we going to get out of Indiana coming off that loss against Northwestern? Um, I, I like where Indiana is. I know they've dealt with injuries. Illinois, though. Illinois has had such a roller coaster of a season that now they've lost two out of their last three, just got blown out against Penn state. What do we get out of them? That's, that's a huge question mark.
1: Is the big 10 going to get like eight teams again?
0: Yeah, they are. And now what are we going to do? Are we going to do the thing where the big 10 gets eight teams in and then two of them make it past the first weekend?
1: So here's the thing about the big 10 getting eight teams is who else are you going to let it this year, as opposed to years past, where they're getting an eight teams. There's a lot of hype around the Big Ten. Like, they've got all these great teams. I don't think anyone's looking at the Big Ten like they've got all these great teams. They've got just a bunch of of
0: middle-of-the-pack,
1: tournament-worthy teams.
0: Well, no, and in fact, John Fanta just tweeted this out. Purdue has lost back-to-back games versus unranked opponents. They're the fifth team in the last 20 years to lose back-to-back games versus unranked opponents while being ranked third or better. Three of the previous four did not make it out of the first round oh, wow. of the NCAA tournament. Much less the first weekend. I'm talking first round.
1: But that that just goes into I believe Tom brought this up on the show about the Big Ten. Is they're they're not heavy. They're not top heavy, but they've got, like I said, like seven, eight teams that yep. are tournament teams.
0: They're gonna they're get just, a lot in.
1: Right. It's just what are they gonna do once they're in? Like they're it's it's no longer like they're gonna have two, three teams that are one, two, or three seeds. They'll be lucky to – I mean, Purdue, are they still a one seed? Still probably will be a one seed. It depends on if they
0: win the the Big Ten. Then the Big 12 is probably going to have four or five protected seeds, which is the top four seed. Yeah, Big 12 is looking fantastic per usual. How many
1: many protected seeds will the Big East get? Two?
0: Maybe two. Maybe two. The Big East winner and then – Maybe two. I mean, right now, Marquette's at three. Xavier's on the cusp. Xavier and UConn are right there. Creighton, the problem with Creighton is all these wins are coming late. So even if they win the Big East, I still see Creighton in probably that five, four or five seed range. They could probably play their way into a four. I would say maybe two for for the Big East by the time all is said and done. Potentially three, but I'll go with two. I'll go with two. College okay. baseball starts today. College
1: baseball does start today which is absolutely electric and i'm incredibly excited about it i'm gonna watch some games probably when we get off here as we're finishing up work for the rest of the day but a lot of good teams in the area a lot of good so if you guys don't know this cincinnati is a hotbed for college baseball talent i mean there's there's a reason that i believe st louis and cincinnati have produced the most professional sports teams on the eastern side besides i think new york city It's St. Louis and and, uh, Cincinnati. And that is mostly because we have a bunch of baseball players. I mean, we get a a lot of football players, don't really get a whole lot of NBA prospects. But baseball, this is a baseball town. And I think that goes into also when people argue whether this is a baseball town or a football town is just how good the baseball is here in Cincinnati. I worked for Prep Baseball Report Ohio an internship when I was in college. And I asked the dudes that, that ran Prep Baseball Report straight up, I said, Columbus, Toledo, uh, Cleveland, Cincinnati. Who's got the best talent? They, they looked at me. and They said, "Is that even a question?" It's Cincinnati, by far and large. Yep. So much talent comes out of here in Cincinnati, and Paul's going to be on the call for a lot of Xavier games. So if you guys like some some Xavier Muskies, Paul calls those games on uh, on with, oh. with
0: our guy Mike Schmaltz. With Mike Schmaltz. Yeah. So.
1: All right, let's get in the vault. Not a lot of, not, not a lot of, lot of stuff. Kind of... Not a Dayton lot of minus
0: stuff seven tonight. Dayton minus seven tonight. I like the Flyers. It's on the road. The Ramblers are terrible. Should have won by more the first time they played. Give me the Flyers. Give me San Jose State. The Lobos are in a, in a rut. Low... The low blows? Uh Yep. They they stink. they stink. They stink. They stink.
1: They were the last undefeated team, right?
0: Last undefeated team, and now they're not even going to make the tournament. They stink. Wild.
1: Wild. Hey, shout-out to – before I give my pick of the base, shout-out to Seth Pryor. He's talking about EKU baseball. I played ball with a kid who played at EKU. He actually was a, a finalist for the Johnny Bench Award. Alex Holderbach, he played in the Astros organization. I don't think he plays for them anymore from here and from Fairfield, not from Hamilton. Um, but you like Dayton. I'm looking at Fred. So, Fred, I assume, all the other markets are showing – not that we look frequently at all the other
0: markets. Well, you got to look. You got to right. look.
1: They're showing an over-under for the NBA All-Star game, which is Sunday. Before we know what the line is for Betfred, across the other books, it's somewhere in the 320s range, and Betfred will will presumably put out an over-under. Let's bet an over-under in the NBA All-Star game. You guys want to know the line?
0: 346. 325
1: is what I'm seeing.
0: Okay. So you're taking the over. I just handicapped it at 3:46, so I'll go over. Right,
2: Case. I'll go over too. Why not? That's why would fun. you?
1: Why would you watch the NBA All Star Game and root for misses? You can't be rooting for misses. So I think
0: let's let's all. Let's it's not, all not all. like we know anybody that's ever taken the under in a.
1: Right. Let's take the over. Let's take the over, and you like Dayton minus seven on the road in Chicago tonight. I like that as well. Um, I also like, man, Kent State, 17 and a half point
0: favorites tonight. It's too much. Kent State is going to be a dangerous 13 seed. And right now, Xavier at a four seed, a 13 seed would be on the other side. Don't want anything to do with Kent State. Tell you that right now. Kent State's a good team. They got sincere carry player of the year in the Mac last year. They're a good team. Don't be afraid of a big number. Kent State. All right. You sold me on the
1: Golden Flashes. My wife went to Kent State for one semester, and that's that's her school. She went there <laughs> for one semester. She's like, yeah, what's to Kent State? Tells people all the time, they go to Kent State. It's like, hi, hell yeah, go go Golden Flashes. And I also yeah. love Casey. There was discussion in the chat about what position I played in baseball, and your your dad pegged it right on right on the nail. He said, <laughs> Boom Shakalaka said, try to take a guess. And he was like, catcher. <laughs> right on the money. What's for lunch today, guys?
0: Uh, what is for lunch today? What do we want to... It's ch- Friday. Well, Gina's? I was going to say Gina's, Gina's or Billy Yanks. But I like Gina's. I could go for some pasta. Here. Gina's. And just add...
1: The chat is out on Purdue, which I love as an Indiana fan. I
0: I, I was out on Purdue last week, and I... After that Northwestern game, I just... I'm scared for Purdue. You tell me when to click the spin.
2: You throw one more in there. One more.
1: Your last name.
2: Drew. There it is.
1: All right. Spin that, baby. No. Keep going, keep going, keep going. All right. No genus. No.
0: Oh, I thought we were just going. That was not the winner. Oh, I thought since we only did three, that was...
1: Are you trying to rig this system? No,
0: I wasn't trying to rig it. I figured since we just had we We'll
1: three, go I to agree. Gina's next week, because we have to go to Gina's next week, because Lent starts.
0: That's true. Good point. They've got a good... Why don't we just re- go to Billy Yanks, then? All right. Or... He wants McAllister's. Let's spin, spin it! Wheel. Let's spin, spin it! Spin this wheel, and we'll go wherever it lands. He wants McAllister's. Let's just go to McAllister's. Billy Yanks. He wants McAllister's.
1: Billy Yanks works. All right.
0: All right. Guys! Box lunch.
1: This has been the box lunch presented by Betfred Sportsbook. We'll be back on Monday after Tom's show, as we are every Monday, talking. I assume a lot of talk about the NBA All-Star Game, because that's that's what I think we're going to be talking a lot about. <laughs> Guys, Reed Mouse, Paul Fritschner, Casey McAllister. Thank you, Casey. We got to work on how you say Bengals, but see ya.